Ready to go, RTG. I'm chilling here. I got my chill Christmas sweater on. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to to align myself here. And I am with my promised guest, Lanny Poffo. Lanny the genius Poffo, as you guys know him. Lanny coming to us live on his phone from Ecuador. Lanny, welcome to whatever you call this. I don't know if it's the Tom Shalou show or my the Tom Shalou podcast or Tom Shalou live in front of a bunch of alcohol bottles in his basement. El gusto es mío, señor. <laughs> you're and, uh, already, oh my gosh, you're already South American. <laughs> you know, I, I keep confusing you with Adam Schiff. And, uh, <laughs> no, this is, this is Adam here. <laughs> you are impeached. And, you can't be impeached from South America, Lanny Poffo. And, and I already apologize that they're doing some construction on my uh, condo. And I was going to act like Lawrence O'Donnell saying, stop with the hammering. Stop yeah, with exactly. The hammering. exactly. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, the time zone is the same there. Am I right? It's, it's the same time zone as Eastern time, except when it gets to daylight savings time. We don't move, but you do. Ah, uh, yeah. You don't spring, need to save. We need to ahead. save daylight when you're in paradise, right? No, when you're on, we're one degree south of the equator. And the temperature is 70 degrees low, 80 degrees high, or 21, 27 if you're Celsius. Yes. So not too, It's Goldilocks, Goldilocks, not too hot. Not too cold. Just, My orange is just yeah. right. It's the mama bear of... Uh, of Yes. Now, Lanny, you wrote an article for uh, ProWrestlingStories.com, which I read. From hurricanes to earthquakes, the next chat... Oh, wait a minute. That's the... Uh, am I on the wrong article? No. It's from, uh, no, you're, that's the right article. Yeah, it's the right article. You're, you are in Ecuador. You are essentially, uh, do you call it semi-retired or are you retired? I am retired, but just as soon as I got here, ITV contacted me and uh, through Skype and they sent some people in from Guayaquil, like five people, yeah. uh, a producer, light man, sound, and all these people, you know, to make it work. And then they did an interview with me about Randy. Yeah. Um, Randy Macho other, Man Savage, your brother. Yes, my brother. Did Wrestling you know legend, uh, and and uh, and they. Do you like? You know, I always want to talk about Lanny Poffo, but I'm sure all, a lot of times in the interviews, they these people they want to talk about Randy Macho Man Savage, the legend that he is, right? Well, yes, and I I'll tell you what, being the brother of the Macho Man Randy Savage has never been anything but a blessing for me, not yeah. a curse. I would have not got to the heights I did, you know, because let's face it, Tom, um, wrestling is about favor, not merit. And it's, it's, not, it's not like uh, Secretariat, uh, it's not because they liked him, but because he, he won. And, you know, wrestling is favor, not merit. And I know you're shocked, you know, because you grew up with this, you know. I know. Well, look, and, I grew up, see, when I was a kid, it was, uh, Let's see if we can remember the tag team, Fuji and Tanaka, tag team champions. There was uh, Chief J Strongbow. You know, I used to watch wrestling from uh, my home in Massachusetts, and it was the early days of, of the professional wrestling world. But your dad, we always talk about my dad when you come around because you, you, you wrote a great poem in tribute to my dad. And, you know, you sent me Angels with Dirty Faces, which I watch with my kids. And uh, But Ange, it was Angelo Poffo, am I right? 
Yes. And he was a wrestler. He was a wrestler, and he opened the door for my brother and I. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and my brother, of course, opened the door for yours truly, you know, to get to the very pinnacle of wrestling. Uh, it was actually, thanks, uh, it was October 31st of 1989 that I wrestled Hulk Hogan on NBC, oh, Saturday Night's Main Event. And then they took out all the boring parts, and then they played it on Thanksgiving weekend. And uh, I'll tell you what, it was, uh, now my, my father had a world record for sit-ups and was featured in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Holy so, cow. So Macho Man came up to me and he was type A, you know, and I was like the beta male. Yeah. Okay. And he says, here's the deal. For the funeral, I need you to write a poem for dead. But don't make it long and boring because you can be long and boring. So I said, um, "Twas back in 1945 on Independence Day, the Nazis had surrendered. Japan was on its way. My dad was in the Navy, as history will tell, as he was bleeding through the mats, a world record fell. He did 6,000 sit-ups with an extra 33 to glorify our savior who died on Calvary. Holy cow. And Robert Ripley's feature celebrated this event. Giving credence to success is not an accident. That's always been his motto through times both good and bad. He's a real Hall of Famer and the world's greatest dead. <laughs> awesome. Not long and boring. <laughs> now, you guys, the uh, rest, professional wrestling, most of them tried out a few different pers personae. Uh, you were not always the genius. What was your first uh, iteration? I was, I was Leaping Lanny. And That's I was, right, Leaping Lanny, of course. I was like a suffering hero. Um, and uh, I was trying to imitate uh, Gary Cooper in High Noon. You know, like how he would wince and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so then when I became the genius, I became somewhat effeminate and uh, was kind of like a comedian in a very serious business. Everybody yeah. else was going... All the bad guys were going, I'll loiter the bum. Yeah. And me, I was going, you know, like <laughs> I was I was doing a little bit um You were effete. I was effete and I was in touch with my feminine side. Yes. Although these are rumors that I've never denied. <laughs> <laughs> and even Randy, even Randy was was he the spider or some type of Spider-Man yes. at the beginning? Yeah. And the the damnedest thing was he was a Spider-Man. And guess what happens in 2002? He gets a role in Spider-Man. That's right. The yeah, the uh, played, with Tobey Maguire. He played Bonesaw McGraw. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's so macho that they asked him if he wanted to get a stunt double to take some of those uh, maneuvers. Hmm. And he's, you know, he, he can't do that. Come on. So, uh, sorry, I'm getting texted. I hope that isn't interfering. No, but, no. Um, I like hearing all the noise. Let's go over all of the... You are in Ecuador. Yes. The windows are open, so we may be able to hear the ocean. We also are hearing construction because they're always working on those condos down there, right? Right. As a matter of fact, I will. Uh, here's the ocean. And oh there, my gosh! And there they are uh, working on. Uh, uh, but there's the Pacific Ocean, and you know, it's a it's a big ocean. We can all share it. Yeah, it really is. I mean, uh, what they're trying to do is. Um, they're switching from private sewage to uh, Monta Ecuadorian sewage. So they're taking the pipes and taking them to, uh, I didn't ask, but you know, 
Yeah. It's about it's about the septic sewage or whatever. And I've tried to contribute in my own small way to this sewage mess. Yeah, I mean, you got to do it, right? You got to keep you got to keep regular. But, the... I, but I'll tell you something, Tom, and you might be interested in this. Yeah. Uh, in South America, many countries, you know, they're not you're not allowed to flush toilet paper that is used. Instead, yeah. you put it in the uh, basket. Yes, that was and, when and I went to Mexico. I was in Tulum. Yes. Uh, in the the uh, I guess what they call the Mexican Riviera. Very beautiful. But the we were in these wonderful huts. But the the yeah. toilet was next to a basket, and you the, the toilet was just basically a hole, and then you had to put the toilet paper in into the trash essentially. Well, I will have you know mm -hmm. that I haven't used toilet paper in 35 years. Wow. Isn't that the world record? I mean, that's that's a world record to rival your, your dad's 6,000 sit-ups. <laughs> I've, I've got a bidet. Oh, I see. And, and you've got... Uh, I go on Amazon.com. Before I left, I, I picked, you know, it's like $50, $75, depending on if they're having a, um, you know, Black Friday. Yeah. And... Um, you just, I, I don't know how, I don't, listen, I may, that genius thing is tough to live up to and I'm not very handy, but I always have somebody help me with it. Although you can go, it's a Lux bidet and uh, it's attached, it's an attachment. You know, when I was in Japan, uh, there was not one hotel that didn't have a bidet. Really? But they used Toto, the, the biggest, the first name in bidets. I, I and see. even when I'm on the road, I bring a private personal bidet with me that is battery operated are you can and you can what do you hook it up to the the whole the system in in your hotel room or whatever okay um if it's if it's portable you turn it over you flip it and then you fill it with water and then you uh you know and i'll tell you it's not as good as the one i have of course installed here one would imagine but um it's still better than I think toilet paper is just horrible. I mean, let me ask you a question, Tom. Yeah. You're a very, very clean man. Yeah. When you're done eating, do you wipe the dishes or wash them? Well, you know what? That is, I cannot argue with that logic. I cannot. I, I feel, I feel you're with me here. <laughs> yeah, we have simpatico, simpatico, they say in Spanish. So now, Lanny, you are, you're gone. You're in you're in South America. You're in Ecuador. You're you're retired, but I, I imagine you come back to the states now and again. But basically, the idea is you're in paradise. You you're on the ocean. What made you go to Ecuador? Well, I went to Medellin, Colombia. Yeah. I I went to Costa Rica. I checked out a lot of places. Yeah. Um, even was considering uh, Thailand, Vietnam, and uh, the Philippines. By the way, what's a Filipino contortionist? What is a Filipino contortionist? I, I don't know, Lanny. A manila folder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. But um, I've been to Manila as well. I went I went to Manila via uh, I was doing a Asian tour of through China, but we stopped and did some shows in Manila. Uh, very exciting. Uh -huh. I'll tell you what. Um, but what really See, I was, I was planning. I took care of my mother for six years after my brother died. Yeah. And uh, don't expect a punchline here. It was horrible. She was devastated. And yeah. I took care of her for six years. I sold my house, moved in with her, took care of her for six years. 
and she finally passed away on June 3rd, 2017 at the age of 90. Wow. And uh, I have to tell you, she, you know, it was very lucky that my father died one year before my brother, because even though he had dementia, he would have known. You yeah. see what I mean? He wasn't yep. that far gone where he wouldn't have known. So I only wish that she would have missed that episode in life. Yeah. Uh, but you were there for her. I mean, how fortunate that you were there uh, for her and you could do that. You could move in with her. I mean, it's amazing. Well, I, you know what? I, uh, I'm not trying to make myself, you know, some uh, demigod here. Uh, I just, she took care of me when I needed her. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be the least I could do is do my best for her. But I finally said, do you want to live or do you want to die? She says, I want to live. I said, then notify your face because <laughs> I want to see a smile out of your face. Yes. A smile. And she says, I can't. I said, fake it till you make it. We're wrestlers. Well, we that's it. You are always, you've always been positive. What yeah. is it about you? You are a kind of a, you're a motivator. You're a motivational speaker. I'm attracted to positive people. You, you tend to uh, radiate a positive energy. Where did that come from? It came from Dr. Wayne Dyer. Really? Yes. And I still, believe it or not, I still on YouTube all the time about uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Okay. So also um, my fifth grade teacher mm -hmm was Miss Rukunacht, who became Mrs. Mokul. And, uh, you know, I was like a little bit of a, I don't know, I guess I was shy back then. And she says, Mr. Poffo, I want to see you at 320. And I said, well, what did I do? You know, and I was like really nervous to go up to her. That was when school was closed. And she says, Lanny, I had you write two articles, uh, two papers. One is, tell me a little bit about yourself. And the other, was um, how I spent my summer vacation. And what you wrote was just wonderful. And I went, me? And I thought about Casey and the Sunshine Boys hadn't, you know, weren't a thing then, but I, cause I'm a bit older than you. Yeah. So I, but the baby ain't seen nothing yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> I could, and believe it or not, we're still friends. And uh, I dedicated my first book to her and it was, um, uh, they said she had six months to live, but she was in the hands of God, not just the lab report of some physician. Now many years have come and gone, and I just saw her yesterday. She told me her disease was in remission. My fifth grade teacher means so much to me and several hundred more who witnessed her courageous walk of faith when God created each of us the seventh day he rested, just to come back even stronger on the eighth. He's been teaching by example at Pierce Downer School in Puffer, and many lives have changed because of that. I knew her as Miss Rufinock, but she is Mrs. Mokel now, so I'll just dedicate my book to Pat. <laughs> you don't forget these, Lanny. I can't believe it. You can rattle these things off. Well, here's the problem. That genius thing is hard to live up to. Yeah. So I was unable uh, to assemble my bidet, and since I was going to be the beneficiary of all this cleanliness, and, you know, but the thing is, I, um, if I love the poem, I will remember the poem. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's especially what a wonderful thing it was for me. And we're still friends, by the way. Uh, it was just great to have her as my teacher. And that kind of like turned me around at the fifth grade level.
It's amazing. It's amazing the influence these folks have yeah. and that, that they, it makes me think this year with the schools closed, I just feel, I always tell people how, what a tragedy it is that the, all the schools are closed in, in the U.S. because the, I want everyone to think back to any year, pick your fourth grade, fifth grade, imagine your entire, think of all the things that happened in fifth grade, all your friends, the girls in the school you might have had a crush on, all, you know, the, uh, the your teacher, you know, the, uh, the, the, the projects that they made you run, all of these things gone and you're home sitting, staring at a computer. It's just so terrible, you know? Um, but hopefully they'll all be back in, in school soon. And, uh, I want to read a comment here on the side cause I'm just looking at things. Uh, Rich is watching on, uh, on, uh, Twitter and he says, Lanny Poffo talking bowel movements. I can die happy now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we've got, uh, will the genius make a comeback? <laughs> well, probably not, but I, I do have one fantasy. Yeah. This is my fantasy. Are you ready? Yeah. Not about the BM. It's about another thing called opportunity. I feel that the world lost a lot when Red Eye was taken off the air. Oh, so true, right? And I also feel that somehow there might be an empty seat. And if that seat is empty, and if I have a viable audition, then yours truly will get on the first plane right to New York, and I will do my best for yes. you. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. We'd love it. We'd love to reconstitute it and, uh, and get you on there. And definitely keep in touch. Let me know when, you are, uh, when you're in New York. But it looks like you're, you're hitting it big in paradise. You're, uh, I asked you about the ocean. So you're not a swimmer in the ocean, but you do swim because you got the pool. I have the pool. It's a heated pool. I have a jacuzzi. It's just that when the ocean comes rushing to the shore, it's gotten on my ankles. And I said, uh-uh, too cold. Oh, it's, it is cold. I would th I'm thinking, you know, you're south of the equator. I would, I would think this kind of steamy water. But no, you're saying it's... Well, the truth is, when I went to Esmeraldas in Ecuador about three years ago, see, I've made several trips to Ecuador trying to figure out where I would retire. Yeah. Uh, on the Pacific coast is a town called Esmeraldas, and uh, there's a place called Casablanca, and there are Same, uh, Playa Same, um, and that was like 90 degrees, 100 degrees. It was like incredibly hot. Yeah. But where I am, 70 degrees low, 80 degrees high, and um, it is just so pleasant here. Now, uh, like I said, one degree south of the equator, and um, if I... Listen, I am not trying to coerce anybody to come down and visit, although Ecuadorian Coastal Properties and I have become soulmates, and I've already sold three properties and got permission. Oh, that is it. That's well, the way. Can you, what, uh, let me ask, because I remember when I, I was staying in Mexico, some people had moved there to Mexico, and I said, how did you get this place? And they said, well, you don't really own it, you know, Mexico that you, you know, you kind of buy it, but you buy into something. Do they, do they sell you the, the, well, you got a condo, right? So it's not like you had to buy land there, but is it, there's no worry that, you know, some new government's going to come in and take it all away or anything, right? Well, that's the United States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I promised, I promised I wouldn't go there. That's all right. By the way, my decision to move had nothing to do with who's president. Yeah. I mean, you, you're not one of those guys that says, I'm leaving if I don't get my way. Uh, the thing is, I am the president of my own United States. And the truth is, I'm going to be December 28th. I'm going to be 66. That means in 14 years, I'll be 80. Yeah. 
And if I, if I have my pants way up here and I'm walking down, you know, if I'm still alive, because there's no guarantees, um, the thing is, I want to spend it in peaceful harmony and tranquility, also in, um, also I adventure. You know, it's just great. And as soon as this COVID nonsense is over, I'm going to be going to Chile. I'm going to be going to Argentina. And uh, but to answer your question, Panama and Ecuador both use U.S. currency. Ah. And all these banana republics, um, they use their own currency. So there could be a tremendous inflation. Of course, you know, I'm a big fan of Ron Paul. And, you know, we are printing money, too. You see yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. in other words, but I still think it's better to gamble along with Uncle Sam. That's right. Well, that's great. So you are on, you, so you use the U.S. dollar. That's great. Yes. And uh, I'll tell you what, I don't have a car. I didn't want a car because the people, they drive like loco and la cabeza. Mm -hmm. And then when you meet them, they're in no hurry. But why are they in such a hurry when they're driving? And then when you meet them, maybe mañana, you know? So anyway, in Mexico, um, it's a little different there, okay? Because, uh, okay, I, I don't mean to go off on a tangent, and I'm sorry to monopolize, but here's No, the it was just somebody mentioned when they were there, they said, well, you know, you buy in and you don't really own it. The Mexican government really owns the property, but you, you're, you know, the, the way that, I, don't, I couldn't understand the arrangement they had, but it didn't sound like they were, you know, solid property owners there in Mexico. Okay. I have a lawyer named Paul Molina, and he's a very nice man. And uh, <clears throat> I've got, I could have two visas, a pensionado visa, which all you need is to prove that you're earning, um, prove that you're earning, um, what, $800 per month. Uh huh. And uh, everybody on Social Security does better than that, okay? <laughs> and then uh, also, uh, but the, the visa that I've got, is the uh, investor's visa, and you have to buy a house or property worth $40,000. That's the cutoff. So I, um, I'll, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I, uh, $105,000, I bought my unit. Uh, it's one bed, one bath, uh, 750 square feet. Holy uh, cow. That's you know, incredible. Going back to the BM thing, you know, I only have... Uh, one culo, so why would I need one uh, more than one baño? You know? <laughs> exactly. But you're right I, there on the ocean. Me. It's amazing. You said you have air, air conditioning in the condo, but you haven't used it yet because you got right. the ocean breeze, right? I've got the ocean breeze. It's unbelievable. It's fantastic. I feel like, I feel like Bobby Daring somewhere. <laughs> Beyond the, the sea. sea. Yeah. And you know who I met? The guy, I forgot the guy's name, but the guy that wrote that also wrote for the ink spots if I didn't care. Oh, yeah. I forgot the guy's name, though, but I met him. And trust me, he wouldn't have remembered me because he was like 150. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, uh, and you know, uh, Tom, I have to apologize. Um, I have a, I just got a tickle in my throat. That's why I sound a little rough. So I have a tickle, too. You know, I'll tell you why. I have a little bit of a, because I think I'm, I have a little bit of a cold. But I, I, whenever I, I've gotten a, a, two colds during this whole COVID thing, which I love, I welcome a cold because it's it shows that I'm exposing myself to the full 
to, to the world. I'm not, I haven't been hiding. I'm in my basement now, but I, to tell you the truth, I've been ignoring a lot of the, the rules and going out and seeing people because I believe in exposing myself to germs and, and getting my own uh, immune system working. So I relish the opportunity to have a little cold because then I get in bed early at night. I have my throat coat tea. I take care of myself and then the cold is better and I'm the better man because of it. You know, when I heard that you were exposing yourself, I was thinking about Lance Renzel and Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, no, I will not. Ex no, I'm not going to expose. <laughs> I got, I've got my, I'm fully clothed here, but. Well, I'm not the, about uh, to expose my shortcomings either. So no. One <laughs> well, Lanny, I just think it's great that you took the time to talk to us here. You're in paradise. You recommend it. I mean, if they should people, uh, you know, if they get down to Ecuador, they, they should call you. I mean, you, I, want to, I want you to get the commission if they buy a condo. It's Lanny Poffo at Hotmail.com. That's L-A-N-N-Y-P-O-F-F-O at Hotmail.com. That is great. He'll, you'll find him a property and uh, set him up in paradise, and maybe you'll even set him up with a bidet. I will, you have to have a bidet for <laughs> crying out loud. Are you barbarians? <laughs> <laughs> well, Lanny, let's keep in touch, and uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Tom, if I can get the last word. Yeah, absolutely. You are the most polite and professional man I have ever met. 